0: Stargazers, welcome to 7th House Astrology, where I take any topic that is astrological or a topic related to relationships and romance. I investigate under the lens of synastry astrology, otherwise known as love or relationship astrology. I am your host, Sandra Misak, and I'm so glad that you guys have joined me for Today. So Stargazers, um, my topic for this week, I was actually torn between astrology of the workplace and the retrograde planets. But uh, due to the fact that the astrology of the workplace needed a little more time to simmer and to cultivate, and also on top of that, because we are coming up to Venus retrograde as of the 22nd of July. I thought it would be apropos to actually cover another one of the retrograde planets for today. So the retrograde planet for today that is on the docket, or that is actually our topic, is that of Uranus retrograde. So we'll be exploring not only what does it mean in general, but also uh, how it affects symmetry, how it affects relationships uh, when it goes into that retrograde cycle. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started or go ahead and start covering Uranus retrograde so Uranus retrograde very much like Saturn retrograde is one of those first generational planets that kind of goes retrograde they're they're like the the very very first and um I kind of kind of like with Saturn retrograde, the episode on Saturn retrograde. I just wanted to actually state this from the get-go in order to bookend it. Um, as for the reasons for why, you know, kind of um, dive into you know the the archetypes and dive into what actually happens before we kind of dive into why why might that reason be, um, you know, that the fact that Uranus goes retrograde first, or one of the planets that goes retrograde first. And uh, I just, I, I do ask this question. I do kind of book in it because I do find that whatever goes on the heavens up above, it's not as random and up to chance as we think that it may be. I really think that as just as much as down here, there is a reason and that there are no accidents up there. There are, there are no coincidences, and there are no accidents, really, up there when it comes to things going a certain way as they tend to go a certain way. Um, how it happens, why it happens, not entirely too sure. I mean, that's kind of another episode all in, of, in and of itself. But, again, no accident, really. But, uh, you know, the first couple of thoughts that I thought of when it came to Uranus retrograde, where you know it's the planet for me personally. Um, I view it as the planet of sociopolitical viewpoints, depending on the sign and depending on the house that um, you know, your either your natal Uranus or even current Uranus happens to be within. Usually, there's always a revolutionary sort of change, or revolutionary sort of thought, a thinking there. So my first thought was, okay, Uranus retrogrades, so um, slowing down of political ideas, maybe slowing down the revolutionary ideas, and kind of having that come to a halt um, when when this happens. And the second uh, thought that I had was that because Uranus is so erratic, um, as we covered in the Uranus episode as well, too. Um, it is like that continual sense of energy, very much like Mars, but it's a, a continual sense of energy that's not grounded it's extreme, it can be extremely erratic, and it can be extremely sudden, you know, causing a lot of sudden changes, causing a lot of sudden, you know, kind of uprooting, really, um, kind of like, uh, very much like the tower card in Tarot, where you feel like you're being uprooted just to be transplanted someplace else. And where you're transplanted, it's definitely a better view. It's definitely a better vantage point for what you need to cover in your life. But the whole process there is rather upsetting. So I just thought as well, so it's like maybe less erratic changes uh, when Uranus goes retrograde because Uranus obviously is the opposite that, you know, any sort of retrograde planet it's the opposite of what um, the planet represents uh, from the beginning um, so one thing that I, I did tend to note as well too with Uranus it does last for five months when it goes retrograde so um, kind of like with the other generational planets one thing that's very be- beneficial about this is that we don't really feel it as heavily as we do with Mercury, Venus, and Mars retrograde, mainly because the generational planets, unlike the personal planets, we can spot, you know, like, for instance, we can spot our communica- uh, communicative style off, like, out of the, the, the bat of an eye. We know of our, our communicative style. We know how we relate to people, like the back of our hands. However, how we relate to things as lofty as karma or power, or our sociopolitical viewpoints, or our revolutionary stances and how that's going to happen in life, we're not really too well familiar with these things. Even when we're exposed to them in our 20s, we're not too familiar with them. So the good news with this is that when a generational planet um, goes retrograde, it doesn't affect us as badly. And I could see for Uranus, that's actually a really good thing because otherwise it's like a five-month – because it's likened to high mercury, it'd be like a five-month Mercury retrograde spin and that's not always so great and not, not always so wonderful, but, um, since we don't really recognize it as much, I think that that's, um, that's a good thing, but we do notice it in subtle ways. I mean, it it, it does affect us. It's more subtle. It's more inward, um, as most retrograde planets are. And, um, you know, the impacts of it are far more profound is what I would like to also add as well too. Unlike where the personal planets, it's like it can be profound, but the effect of its profundity can last for maybe like a couple of minutes and then wear off. Whereas with the generational planets, we we tend to take really major life lessons with us after, you know, once they go from retrograde to direct. So I think that's that's always um, a nice situation and always a little bit of good news on that one, on that regard. So getting back to those questions that I had raised a little earlier. So it's like, okay, if Uranus goes retrograde, does this mean distorted political opinions or less the political opinions or less the revolutionary stances, less erraticism? According to Rachel Stewart Haas, as well as astrology King, The less erraticism is definitely prominent when it comes to Uranus retrograde. Um, The outward effects of Uranus are not as prominent as with Uranus direct. So it's, you know, again, we're not getting that sudden erratic change that we normally would get um, whenever Uranus comes to a particular house in uh, transits or affects our personal planets as well to our natal planets. Sometimes, too, Uranus can just bring about sudden erratic change too. whether or not they do affect our natal planets as well, whether or not it, it affects the natal planets rather. But um According to Rachel Stewart-Haas, the sudden changes kind of minimize a little bit. And actually, the changes are more within you. Um, Astrology King, I would have to say, it actually reiterates Rachel Stewart-Haas on this one. And he said, actually, you know, there still is erratic change outside of you during Uranus retrograde. But as opposed to working against you, as it feels like um, during direct... Uh, it actually kind of works with, it kind of stirs. It's, it's, well, I don't want to say it works with you because sometimes it can still work against you, but, um, there are times with Uranus retrograde where the outer influences acts more as the catalyst for the inward change that actually ha, that starts to happen, but there can still be very erratic stuff going on. It's just at a lower level than when Uranus is direct. A great example of this came, so when uh, Uranus was last retrograde, it was actually last year between August 24th of last year to January 20th of this year. And I just remembered um, during Uranus retrograde, uh, so August 24th, that was shortly after I was hired um, at my new job. And, you know, again, the erraticism of Uranus was still prevalent in the regard that I was hired with another person. And shortly after I had started, that other person was actually let go, was fired. And even though I didn't witness the, you know, my boss coming up and the, the incident of, Hey, you're fired, pack up your stuff and leave. I actually witnessed the after fact, you know, this person was pulled into the office. She came right back out. She was clearing her desk. It was pretty obvious what was going on. But you know, I do have to say the stargazers, whenever anyone, whenever I personally witness something like that happening, it's mildly traumatic. And, you know, you can't help but feel as another employee if that could be you the next time around. There are also some other things that were very ill-planned and that were just very sporadic and just kind of out of the blue. Like, you know, the head of the company coming up to this person's desk and wanting to speak with her. And again, kind of making me feel as one of the new employees if – um or kind of making me question as to whether or not that would be – something that would happen in my future. So it was, like I said, just kind of mildly traumatic, but I remembered I went through this mildly traumatic period. This the, again, still erraticism, but kind of at that lower level, I think, uh, a, you know, typical direct Uranus retrograde would be, um, basically this, per- this person would be called back to the boss's desk, which is an earshot of everybody told that, no, nope, we're not working out. And then, you know, and then having, uh, witnessing everything after that as well. But it was, like I said, it was at a lower level. Um, However, again, that instant change, I just remembered it kind of caused for me to really buckle down when it came to my new job or really buckle down when it came to my job and making sure that, you know, everything that I was doing was professional. My conduct was professional that um, everything that I was doing in the system was correct, was accurate, that I was doing my job to the best of my ability. And I, I remembered at the time I got like a sudden kind of like a boost of energy and also kind of like a sudden boost of inspiration of really just um, kind of buckling down and really just trying like to, to be the, the best employee possible at that time. I was almost like obsessed with being the, the best employee possible at that time. And again, it kind of came like sudden bolt of lightning as well too. I mean, all these events that kind of came up with it were like sudden bolts of lightning. I also was kind of convinced that my boss was um, really heavily affected by Uranus retrograde. I would not be surprised if maybe it happened right outside one of his personal planets, because he was big time, you know, the, the low level of erraticism, he was definitely beyond like impulsive at this time. It's like just suddenly out of the blue, somebody's fired somebody out of the blue or some, you know, suddenly out of the blue, you know, two people, I, I just remember too, at this time too, is was also very um, unstable because I remembered like two people were hired, you know, about a month later, you know, it wasn't just one person who was replaced or, you know, took the place of this person, but two people were hired. And, you know, on top of that, with the two people being hired, one person ended up being the, the favorite of the boss, whereas the other person actually, um, you know, where I thought she was too much toxic positivity, she ended up working out, um, you know, all my expectations with the two new coworkers kind of flipped. Um, I thought the one coworker who was the boss's favorite would, would work out, whereas the other coworker would be kind of flimsy, kind of flaky. and actually the reverse happened. Um, and it was just like one thing out of it just like kind of out of the blue situation still happened. But the biggest importance of all with Uranus retrograde was that even though these things were kind of like shot out of the blue, shot out of the cannon, and my boss was, like I said, really affected by this transit. Um, it really started to spark. Um, some inner changes in me. And really according to Rachel Stewart Haas and Astrology King, these inner changes are actually supposedly like a revolutionary change inside of you. So instead of having like an a, a, you know an external revolutionary theory as we normally do with Uranus retrograde, you know something that you come across in the newspaper, Something that you come across in philosophy, like say that you're a student, um, you're taking a philosophy course, and you read up on a particular philosophy, it really speaks to you, or kind of like uh, certain points in my twenties where um, you know I was just kind of reading and researching about different uh, philosophies and different religions, and you know out of the blue, um, you know Buddhist philosophy really reverberated with me. Um, You know, again, unlike, you know, seeing these things externally or coming to these conclusions externally, it's really coming internally as well, too. It's just these outer instances are acting as the catalyst. For me, uh, my revolutionary moment came when my boss was not only allowing for the favorite to get away with socializing for half the day. Um, because she was socializing with his brother, but, you know, instead of actually putting her under scrutiny and instead of actually kind of, um, lecturing both this new individual as well as his brother about, you know, socializing for half the day and not really getting work done. Um, he actually came up to me, yours truly, and started scrutinizing how I wasn't fast enough. As if that wasn't enough, then there was another period where he called me back to his desk. He wanted to, quote, unquote, transfer me into a customer service position. Now, for those of you who know customer service and have worked in customer service, you know how this is actually a lie and this is actually a con and how much of an oxymoron uh, you know of promotion and customer service really are. Because we all know, you know, for those of us who've actually worked in customer service, as, as I had before this position, it's not a promotion. It's actually a demotion more than anything, especially when, you know, you're dealing with really nasty customers on a day in and day out basis, which is actually what the company deals with. Um, but, you know, a lot of nasty customers and a lot of combative customers at that. So, I mean, he wanted to transfer me to customer service. And I just remembered, I, you know, I think he wanted to transfer me to customer service because he had a friend. He wanted just friends and family in his department, you know, again, radically, you know, motivated. I just, I just feel like, you know, I, I just swear that, you know, Uranus retrograde was just like right outside his son's position or something or outside his Mercury's position because he was just not thinking very well at the time but I just remembered all these outer catalysts as stressful as they were. And, you know, of course, um, you know, that all this happening, all this was happening outside my 10th house, which is house of career. It actually caused me to rethink about my job. And I kind of mentioned this in the Scorpio episode. It was, it was like about the time of Scorpio that I came to my revolutionary stance, which was, you know what? Uh, you know, cause my, uh, my, uh, locus, Uh, My center of locus was outside of me when it came to the beginnings of Uranus Retrograde. I just remember thinking to myself, it's like, I have to take care of myself. I can't, you know, focus on whether or not my boss approves of my performance because clearly he never does. And, uh, you know, I can't focus on whether or not people like me because clearly the whole department almost, you know, nearly the whole department hated me. At that time, because the boss's brother was starting um, a new vendetta against me. I get the feeling Uranus Retrograde also affected him very personally as well. Hit one of his personal planets. But uh, with all that said, I mean, everything was just going to shambles. I just felt like everything was just shaken up so much that it was just destroyed. And everything that I'd worked for was just destroyed. I was at that point where it's like, I got to care about me. And also, you know, Uranus being outside the 10th house, it's always rethink your career options. And that's where I started to get the ball rolling. Now, whether or not I decide to move. And I mean, ever since uh, Uranus, you know, was retrograde and then had gone direct, it seems like that's a continual thing for me um, is rethinking about my career options. And let's just say I started to get the ball rolling and that was kind of my revolutionary stance. It's like, you know, I may be able to do something else. There might be something better for me. It's like, I, I would, you know, as much as I'd love to stay with this company for a long time, if it's just not working, it's just not working, you know, time to move on. Um, and I, I just felt like that was my personal Uranus retrograde incident uh, for me and what was really going on at that time. And uh, a lot of people experience during this time, a similar situation. It's not like the erraticism goes away with Uranus, but they, they experience one stressor after another stressor after another stressor. Like somebody who has Uranus retrograde outside their first house might experience that first they gain weight Because the first house, you know, appeals to your physical body as well as your ego self. And as, as well as we discussed last week, um, your mode and your level of attention and charisma that you put out in the world. So, you know, one week or just in one moment, you could be, you could have gained weight. And then the next moment, you know, you feel a depleted sense of self because you not only gained weight, but then you're not kind of, you're not really as charismatic as you used to be, or you're not gaining attention as you used to. And you feel like you have to work extra hard to do that. And, you know, there's a lot, there can be a lot of those external circumstances with Uranus that can be occurring one, you know, still that erraticism could just be occurring like one way or another or another or another you know, it's just kind of like a random rapid fire. Pardon me, by the way, for that burp. But uh, really, when it comes down to it, though, the, these incidents are actually inspiring. So that for the person who has urinus fresh great outside their first house, it's trying to inspire that person of looking within and seeing how they can improve themselves on the inside in order to improve themselves on the out, you know, maybe their level of charisma is not really high enough because they're not being genuine and they're not being genuine with other people, um, on the inside. They're not really valuing other people. They're not maybe really listening to other people. They might just be like half, just kind of half heartedly going about the conversation and, you know it's it's starting to be you know where you uh, that person could have gotten away with it in the past it's starting to become a, a an issue uh that's being spotlighted or that's kind of coming into the spotlight so to speak um or the inner issues too like if you've gained weight at that time you know instead of just oh my god I just got to go on a diet and you know kind of you know take care of myself on the superfluous outer level Again, kind of um, maybe finding that diet or finding that meal plan that causes you profound change or profound paradigm shift inwardly to where you might rethink food. You might like actually start to think that there might be some scars from food. Or you might have some issues with food or that you might have had some, you know, there, there's something else going on inside when it comes to your relationship with food or when it comes to your relationship with your body. And um, those inward revolutionary stances um, are, to, are there to kind of help you through, kind of there to help pull you out of the rut and there to kind of help pull you out of the, um, the situation that you want to change. Which kind of gets into the next theory, or kind of gets into the next point between Rachel Stewart Haas and Astrology King, which is usually before Uranus retrograde happens, you do have a craving for either freedom or you start to grow detached. Um, rebellion's also very prominent. You are actually wanting, um, you know, kind of like a revolution so to speak, you're kind of looking for changes in and of itself in your life. And you're kind of, it, it's before the retrograde cycle, you're coming up high and dry when it comes to those changes. And the reason being is that again, it's more inward, it, you know, kind of like um the eighth house or kind of like eighth house themes. It's more of an inward journey, you know, through going deep inside, do you transform and do you transmorph? I had thought, you know, when Uranus went retrograde outside my 10th house that I found the right job until all these cataclysmic ci- circumstances were happening in rapid fire. Then it kind of started to um, cause me to just, you know, get the ball rolling. Not that, you know, like I said, again, I'm not sure as to whether or not I'm going to leave the position that I'm currently in and the job that I'm currently in, but at least I'm getting the ball rolling as to... What else is there? So just in case there's something that does happen to my job or, you know, the inevitable happens, it's, it's time to change time to move on. At least I have that ball rolling and at least I'm getting some things going. My, this podcast also being included in that, but kind of getting some things rolling and going in order to kind of cover all my bases, so to speak. And I think that that's the interchange that I was actually really craving even before I moved into my current position and, you know, I would say it was probably something I was really craving at the beginning of this year as well. Um, so it's definitely, um, again, something, and actually even the beginning of last year as well too, um, you know, something that I was kind of craving, you know, this new change. So, um, you know, again, it, it kind of, you know, with Uranus retrograde, it kind of sets up the, the, the backstage or kind of sets up the, the stage for those changes, that inward change to actually happen and, um, to really have it come to fruition and have it, um, be a deeper lesson. Um, usually the lessons that it's so kind of like with any retrograde cycle or any, uh, sort of, um, The lunar eclipse, like in any sort of eclipse or solar eclipse, it always changes you profoundly uh, for a long time to come. This is definitely true with uh, actually with Uranus retrograde. And I feel like this is more true with the with the generational planets when they go retrograde, you know, whereas with Mercury, Venus and Mars, we learn our lessons. But then they kind of slow they they slowly fade into the background and they kind of die and wither on the vine. I think it's because for many of the personal planets, we're kind of relieved that they're done with the retrograde cycle. We kind of forget about it. Uranus, like Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, and even with Jupiter retrograde, we tend to hold on to these sort of points of view. And we tend to hold on to these revolutionary stances and the things that we learn from them for a longer time to come possibly because it's far more pronounced and it actually affects you even when the particular planet goes direct. And that's definitely true with Uranus. Like when Uranus goes direct, you kind of feel like you've, you've been schooled, (laughs) you've been schooled by the heavens. And, uh, you have some very, profound things to take with you, uh, not only for this particular time, but also for many, many years to come as well. I think the real epitome of everything that I've just mentioned thus far with Uranus retrograde, you know, nothing else. If you don't get anything else out of this podcast, out of this episode, here's the, here's the one thing. So according to astrology King, basically the interchanges help you with the outer changes that you want in your life that you wanted before Uranus retrograde and that you also continue to want during the cycle. And really this plan is just to kind of help you to push you uh, to kind of get those changes met. I think also overall, when it comes to the effect, it's basically very, very much, I know I keep citing the tower card in tarot, I, you know, I gotta think of other cards with, with these episodes. I keep saying like, like the tower card or the fool. And I've come into experience with other, the other major arcana and minor arcana cards as well too. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to find, um, gotta try to find other cards to associate some of the planets with, but very much like the tower, um, basically it does, it shakes us out of ruts. I would even say also, too, with Uranus retrograde, it's kind of like the death card, too, um, you know, to begin, you know, with a, a different different card to alliterate to. But, uh, you know, the tower card kind of helps to shake us uh, out of ruts and kind of make some changes happen in our life. Uh, with the tower card, we kind of feel like again we 're being transplanted from one area and placed in another to kind of help our changes be brought forth in our life. I feel like that's also the death card like the death card as well, um except that the death card's usually a profound change, you know, kind of like for instance, um a barber shop being closed because of a virus or because of the uh, the coronavirus. And having to navigate outside of working all the time, you know, having to navigate not working and staying in quarantine. Um, you know, with uh, the death card, it's also, again, profound, you know, again, you know, the shifts and the changes occur. It's like the old ways and old patterns of life start to die on you in order to make way for the new in the life. And that's definitely Uranus retrograde as well. Uh, It's just shaking us out of ruts and ambivalence and really waking us up to what our potential is uh, in our lives. So um, definitely very interesting period. Um, Oh, man, when I, the last that I experienced Uranus retrograde between August the 24th and January the 20th, you know, January the 20th of this, so it was like August 24th of last year, January 20th of this year. I had one hell of a time navigating it. It was it was kind of a hard period of time for me. Um, it wasn't helpful that all this was occurring outside my tenth house, which is a house of career, a, a career house and a money making house. You know, it's not like you can just kind of pick everything up really easily when you're in the middle of a career and then plop it back down in another area. Um, it's not like other other areas and other sectors in your chart where you can easily do that. But um, so kind of pulling back and kind of circling back to the point that I made before with this episode was that Uranus is so Uranus and Saturn are usually the two first planets that go retrograde before all the other uh, generational planets. So it's usually like Uranus and Saturn or Saturn and Uranus and then Pluto kind of follows along, then Neptune kind of follows along, and then come the personal planets. You know, maybe Jupiter might move along. Jupiter has its own little schedule sometimes, but then then come the personal planets. So, um, I, like I said, I feel like this is no accident. I feel like, um, kind of like we're Saturn, Saturn, we're rethinking structures, and we're rethinking about how we've structured our life, how we've ordered our life, and really kind of redefining the brass tacks in there, which a which actually Mercury, Venus, and Mars retrograde tend to deal with. Uranus, I feel like, kind of is one of the first to go retrograde because of the interchanges. Um, it's kind of I, I feel like Uranus is one of the first to go retrograde because it helps us, you know, when we're really kind of getting in tune with this particular cycle it kind of helps us to prepare. It's like a game plan almost for the the um, personal planets we're going for retrograde. And, I mean, I, I if I had looked at it a little bit better um, in this last year as that, I probably would have survived Mars retrograde <laughs> far more. Although Mars retrograde, that's a – that's a hard transit too. Uh, I mean, that was, that was kind of rough as well too. I think ev- everybody found that to be rather not so fun and just kind of, you know, just quite, quite more than a ride, so to speak. But, uh, you know, with, uh, Uranus retrograde, it helps us to prepare us for whatever is going to come, uh, you know, whichever personal plan is going to come next in retrograde. In this case, it helps us to prepare for those inner shifts that we usually experience during Mercury retrograde or Venus retrograde or even Mars retrograde. The other way in which its I feel like its first occurrence is no accident is when it comes to sinistry. So when it comes to sinistry, unfortunately, stargazers, it's very much like Venus retrograde in the regard that when it comes to relationships, you know, and I kind of experienced this the last within the last cycle as well. Um, when it comes to relationships, it actually kind of causes relationships to become rather distant and to kind of break apart a little bit. Very like I said, again, very much like Venus retrograde. And I think the reason for that is everybody's going through their own inner revolutionary cycle. Um, sometimes they may agree with, you know, when it comes to each uh, person's endeavor and other times it's just, it's a different endeavor. You know, if I were to come up to my boss at that time and ask him like what sort of profound things that he was kind of, you know, that he was learning and he was going through, I'm sure that it would have been majorly different than from what I was going through. And I'm sure he probably would have thought that he was far more in control and far more with it and, you know, really with the program when it comes to his department. And unfortunately, I would have disagreed with him. And um, unfortunately, when it comes to relationships, I feel like that that sort of situation can drive a wedge Um, and also can cause people to think that they're um that they are actually working in accordance with their partner. And really, they aren't or they're working in accordance with everybody else. And really, they can't be any more distant and any more different than everybody else. I feel like this is a period of time, especially in synastry, where it's like, hey, I'm on this great page. I, I found this great revolutionary idea. Why isn't everyone with me on this one? Or wow! I, I found this great epitome. It, it would it would help everybody else. It'll fix all problems. But why isn't everyone listening to me? Or why why isn't everyone on the same page with me? Well, the reason being is that everybody's um, kind of finding their um, piet de resistance, or they're they're finding their revolutionary idea at their own time. Usually each time, you know, I think the timing too depends on where Uranus hits your chart. I mean, if it's you outside your first house, oh yeah, you're going to be coming to really major radical ideas inwardly, like, you know, like rapid fire. Whereas like w- with me, whereas outside my 10th house, not so much because there's a lot of different other factors. Or if somebody also had Uranus retrograde outside their sixth house, you know, with um, in relation to coworkers and also in relation to acts of service. Again, it would be kind of slow because you have to think about other people, you have to think about other institutions and about other structures, and not just about you all the time as well, too. But unfortunately, um, I do see this as being a time where people kind of grow apart a little bit. Now that's not to say that, Hey, stargazers, you know, don't, you know, don't pursue your relationships. It's a, it's a dead end, you know, don't, you know, it's, it's fated to not happen. Um, absolutely not. I usually say, um, this is probably a great time, you know, if you're in a relationship to really kind of take into consideration, everybody has their own views. Everybody has their own ideas, the more that you can come to uh, your partner's ideas with um, as much as, you know, as much as you can possibly do this, I think would be, you know, it would benefit. But if you can come in with reciprocity, um, if you can come in with a little bit more like just open, you know, to different perspectives and just being open as much as you possibly can, I think that's going to help the relationship in this time than if you come in with, no, you're mad wrong. This is the idea that everybody needs to follow. Um, Because I feel like at this time, many people are really kind of sheltered on their own individual little islands when it comes to their internal changes, that there's not a lot of merging the islands together. And that's where I just feel like with both partners try to merge the islands together, try to be a little more open and a little more encouraging and not just going off your own idea and going off of that. And, you know, just kind of blocking out everybody else who's not following your idea uh, or not following what you get the interchanges that has come into factor. I kind of feel like with um, you know relationships as well. I know I went through this myself when I was in the work sector, and that is the relationship tends to change as well. Um, my relationship with my boss radically changed with Uranus retrograde. I think by the time that October hit, um, I actually had less respect. For my manager, I had less respect for my boss than when I walked in and the beginning of Uranus retrograde. And unfortunately, that distance, you know, having less respect for someone um, can also occur during this time. In fact, also, I even um, saw that, you know, between the boss's brother and myself, my coworker, who happens to be the boss's brother, he actually grew more distant from me during this time because of whatever inner shifts and radical situations he was going through was, you know, whatever that, however, that was leading him. And unfortunately we grew a bit distant and having to deal with that distance was kind of a conundrum and kind of tricky. I think the best thing during Uranus retrograde is that while the relationships may become a little more distant Um, really, I I think I end up getting a boost in minding my business. It's like, Hey, I got to take care of me. I got to look out for me because no one else is looking out for me. And above all, it's like, I'm just going to see how this job works. And, you know, I just basically focused on myself and really just focused on my own work and, you know, everything else that kind of came with the territory. And it seemed like that kind of caused everyone to kind of shift and take notice. As to what was going on, and it kind of caused everybody to kind of shift and take notice, and kind of notice me again, um, and kind of notice me that it, that I was really more of an ally as opposed to an enemy, which also seems to happen during Uranus retrograde. But what I would just uh, recommend to you, stargazers, is that we're all going through personal shifts. So I think, you know, with the personal shifts, um, you know, again, we do grow, we, we do grow distant. If you can find a way to, you know, either mind your own business or find something that's far more important to you and focus on that for the while, I think that will also be very helpful as well, too. And kind of let your partner come around, kind of let other people come around as they will. But unfortunately, because this is such a sudden period of change, you might have to just kind of wait it out and see how things pan out when it comes to the relationships. Um, some, you know, I, I, some people might experience, and there are some relationships that may have undergone this as well, where it's like a period of extreme closeness and then a period of extreme detachment and then extreme closeness again. It's like there's just this erraticism that's occurring. Um, just to kind of wait it out and just see where the relationship lands. I think this is a great time to also revamp the relationship, kind of see like what exactly can you accept from the other person? Like with my boss, I could not accept having him just be so erratic, so energetic and just like kind of changing things like a blink of an eye. I, I, you know, honestly, Within that period of Uranus retrograde, I'm not kidding you, stargazers, there, at least like five people had come and gone. At least five people had been hired and fired with a blink of, within a blink of an eye that, you know, really, I, I really didn't need to witness and oversee all of that happening. Um, I really felt like my manager was not thinking very clearly, and I really felt like he was not in a great position to hire people. He was not in a great position to be in a management position, to be quite frank with you. Um, I think, you know, or he just, I, I kind of felt like he should have utilized also some outside resources and outside help when it came to hiring and firing, having someone else's viewpoints come in handy because um, it was just, it was so much. I mean, I, I remembered I could not handle that. You know, I couldn't handle Overhearing somebody being angered because they were fired without cause within a given day I couldn't keep seeing how people were going in and out of the department I, you know I kind of felt like it was irresponsible um, but you know within relationships um, again it's what can you do how what you what can you accept with your partner and what you might not want to accept from your partner? Your partner may be having a wandering eye during this period. Um, your partner may be kind of like my manager, where it 's like bouncing off the walls and bouncing back and forth between situations and you know you might not enjoy that what where they come to those conclusions that they come to. The good news about this is you can kind of do something about it you know like with my manager, for instance. I personally distanced myself away from my manager for quite some time. And I actually still do because he's just a little too, you know, he became a little too erratic. And like I said, almost to the point where it felt like he was bouncing off the walls. Um, You know, I I had to distance myself from my manager for my own mental health and for my own psycho-emotional health as well, too. Um, because he was just, he was too much. He just, it was just too much of him in in the face at one period of time. Um, so I felt like I kind of learned boundaries when it came to him as well. And that might be also the case with synastry, uh, where, you know, it's like I draw the line with a wandering eye. I draw the line with the fact you know, that you cheated at this time, which I think is also pretty prevalent with Uranus retrograde. Someone may feel that their, you know, devotion is wavering too much that they might be involved in extramarital affairs. Unfortunately, that the extramarital affairs will be caught. But like, you know, you may just say, look, I, I have, I've had enough of that. Um, Or maybe you might even just say, this whole relationship has gone south. I feel like we might need to have therapy or we might need to go for counseling before we move forward. I know with the damage that was done, um, for me, it was just restructuring my boundaries and keeping my manager out of those boundaries for a while um, until he found more solid ground and he was kind of... With the program for a little while, you know, kind of like with you know one program for a little while you know just with the the too much also too with Uranus retrograde, what I also really advocate for you, um, stargazers is take a look at the positives perhaps some of the positive aspects that have come out of the relationship maybe there are some things that your partner did that were really noteworthy and that are really um, worth celebrating or really worth kind of mentioning and reiterating and making sure that some of those things actually come to the fore. Maybe in a moment of extreme erraticism, your partner did something extremely romantic, like, um, you know, something the equivalent of strewing rose petals around a, at a dinner table. Um, I think, you know, in the workplace sphere, um, one thing that my manager did t- seem to get right was, you know, everyone was on task, everybody was on page, and it seemed like a lot of the the, the projects that had to be done were getting done, you know, however they were getting done. <laughs> um, they were getting completed, and that was, that was also a good thing. And just to kind of continue, you know, kind of completing those projects and keeping the department as sane as it possibly could be, despite the fact that the manager had gone insane. Oh, man, goodness. Um, So definitely, um, like I said, I would just say kind of recognize those periods of what had worked um, during uh, Uranus retrograde. But I think above all, um, you know, if it did not work, kind of like with Venus retrograde, if for some reason the relationship did not make it through um, Uranus retrograde, Try not to think of that as a failing, but think of that as, again, that's brush, that's things that are being cleared away, that, you know, like stagnant old energy that's being cleared away that really you could do without and try to approach the next relationship with a brand new fresh start. But um, normally I don't see a ton of breakups with Uranus retrograde as I do with uh, Venus retrograde. Um, you know, I see a lot of breakups with Venus retrograde, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, with Uranus retrograde, I don't see too many, like, di- you know, I don't see too many divorces or breakups or anything of that nature. It's just more like, Hey, my views of you have changed. You know, I don't know about you anymore. My views of you have changed. So, um, you know, I think it's really more about communication with your partner, kind of like some of the the gold standards in uh, therapy, you know, in relationship therapy, a lot of communication, you know, um, a lot of things have been rattled, a lot of things have been changed. So it's like, you know, I don't know about you anymore, you know, and even though, you know, kind of verbalizing that verbalizing, you know, what you're unsure about with your partner, maybe even verbalizing and kind of seeing where your um, philosophies are, you know, where the internal changes lie. And seeing how to mend those two differences together or how to, you know, really bring those revolutionary changes in you and those revolutionary changes in your partner together to where you can also maybe start a good brand new start to the relationship as well. But I think really opening up for communication and really just being honest, I think are going to be good gold standards in moving through this period as well. So, Stargazers, um, I do hope that this whole episode on Uranus retrograde was informative. You know, I actually mentioned some of my experiences with Uranus retrograde during a Uranus retrograde period. It was of last year to this year. Um, if you guys have Uranus retrograde stories you'd love to share, both synastry wise as well as just generally wise, um, please, uh, definitely visit my, um, you know, my Instagram page at sandra.misik. Again, that's M-I-S-E-K. You can always email me at mysek, M-I-S-E-K at sandra dot, or at gmail dot com. And then also, to Stargazers, I can't reiterate this enough. Um, your support for this podcast goes a long way in actually helping me to create really high-quality content. So definitely visit patreon.com forward slash 7th House Astrology. Um, there, when you do become a member, you'll get a free Sinistry Chart reading with me, with yours truly. And also on top of that, for as little as $2 a month, you're supporting me. You're supporting, you're becoming a member of this podcast. And, you know, being a member of this podcast, you could also give some ideas, or you can have that freedom to give some ideas as to future episodes that you'd like to hear about. So definitely check it out on patreon.com forward slash Seventh House Astrology, become a patron. Um, you know g- g- pledge become a member of this of the station, and uh you know definitely that it, it'll just your your support will definitely go a long way, but above all stargazers, do not be afraid to look up at the stars Venus believe it or not, is still out there in the heavens. I thought she had actually disappeared below the western hemisphere, uh, but actually no she's she 's still out there bright as ever um, it 's really a gorgeous sight. I've also started to notice um, some of the individual stars within Orion's belt. There's a couple that are like this rust red. That are really, it's really kind of cool. Really quite um, interesting to check out. Um, so it just kind of gives a nice, great pause uh, from this this time. Which um, I don't know about you, stargazers, but I can definitely tell it's been you know i can tell that uh, the transits are kind of top heavy with aries because it's been it's been kind of erratic in its own way <laughs> um but you know it it like i said this you know looking up at the stars gives you a great pause from what's going on in the day to day it also helps us to rekindle with our origins of astrology of the zodiac by taking a look at the individual constellations um, in the, in the sky, the 12 constellations in the sky. But above all, stargazers, I really do hope that you guys are well, that you're doing your best. Um, and above all, between now and next week, continue to be well. And until then, stargazers, I will see you then.